Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Mark Enninga, who farms near Fulda in southwest Minnesota. Mark, today we're going to be learning about an innovation grant project that you've been working on. Uh, give us an overview of what you're doing and why. Yeah, that's a great question in terms of uh, getting an understanding of, of the research work that I'm doing this year. Um, I am doing a project where I'm evaluating, uh, utilizing uh, compost extract uh, placed in furrow at planting. Um, the folks may be unaware of what compost extract is and, and basically what what that product is, is it's uh, take a, a quality compost. Uh, a lot of people are maybe familiar with placing compost on a garden or uh, spreading it on a field, but uh, with the process of making compost extract, you you take uh, a small amount of, of uh, compost and um, flush water over the compost, and that allows the uh, water to um, take the microbes, bacteria, fungi, and flush it uh, off of the compost and get it into a suspension. Uh, along with that, you'll have a little bit of carbon and uh nutrients that would be available to the to the new new growing seed um, so with this project we would be placing the um, liquid compost extract solution in the furrow with a heat and seed firmer the vice that firms the seed in the bottom of the seed trench as you're planting and at that time um, the what we're hoping to see or our hypothesis is that uh, we will see improved plant health and also higher yields. Um, so I will be uh, measuring, uh, evaluating yield, and the design of the trial is going to be uh, randomized. And so once we get to harvest, we'll, we will uh, harvest the, the plot and uh, find out whether or not uh, our hypothesis is, uh, is accurate that this type of, of product will will help um, improve yields and plant health. What sparked this idea in the first place? Well, I've, I enjoy reading and learning um, about um, new methods for um, production. And I came across uh, a YouTube channel um, put together by a, a gentleman by the name of Jay Young and his uh, YouTube channel really inspired me to look at compost extract. His YouTube channel is uh, Young Red Angus and he has been utilizing compost extract for uh, several years and he is actually making his own compost using a method called Johnson Sioux um, bioreactor uh, method and basically with that method of making your own compost right on the farm. Um, it takes about a year to make the compost using a lot of the commonly available um, products uh, that that we already have on our farms, which are, you know, as basic as, as leaves from trees, uh, some grass, um, possibly some, some manure, 
um, there is a little bit of a, there is a recipe to, to use in terms of the feedstock for a quality compost for this compost design. But um, the, the cool thing about it is, you know, you can make this compost on your own farm and you can extract the um, compost on your own farm as well. Um, so, so really Jay was one of the inspirations for me on, on wanting to investigate this here in, uh, in Minnesota uh, on, on a cornfield. As you said, it's sort of in a, a hypothesis at this point, and we'll be able to talk results after the growing season. But as far as what you're hoping to achieve here, talk a little bit about the, the science behind this, putting this extract in furrow, and you mentioned how this could lead to, to improved yield. So break that down a little bit for us, Mark. Well, I guess the, the theory behind compost extract is that by utilizing the extract, um, we're we're using a shotgun type approach of placing a lot of different microbes uh, right around the seed area um, as it's placed in the furrow. And um, these microbes work in concert with the uh, plant to make available nutrients that might not normally be available um, to, the, to the plant and um, ultimately improving plant health and, and uh, also yield. That's the theory anyway. So now we're, we're going to be uh, testing that and uh, I think it should be an interesting uh, outcome to see if I can um, experience the, some similar things that, that Jay has been sharing on his uh, YouTube channel. Um, I will be using a, a, a compost that I'm purchasing uh, this year and I'm going to be purchasing that from uh, a company out of uh, South Dakota called Soil Works LLC and they've been in the compost uh, manufacturing business for, for several years so they have a lot of experience with this and um, they, they manufacture a compost extracting um, tool as well um, because you have to have a way to efficiently um, manufacture this compost on the farm. And so um, instead of waiting a, a year to make my own compost this first year, um, wanting to utilize uh, an experienced um, manufacturer of compost. And then if I see some success, you know, I'll, I'll uh, uh, start making my own compost on farm. Help me to visualize that tool that you, you mentioned, this extractor, and, and how it works and how you get it from on-farm to you are now um, applying in furrow, that whole process. What type of equipment is necessary? Yeah, so the, the compost extractor is, can be as simple as taking a barrel of water and putting compost in a burlap sack and, and agitating that sack with uh, some compost in it um, and, and creating a, a solution that way. Or it could be as complex as uh, uh, a device where you have a, a an air pump and a, a water pump where you're where you're moving a lot of water. In my situation, I I opted to make a uh, take a IBC uh, chemical tote and cut the top off of it, and then I mounted a pump, uh, a water pump, electric driven water pump on top of the, 
of the tote and that sucks water that I put into the tote uh, from the bottom of the tote, tote and it, it puts it through a two, two pipes that direct water over top of two mesh bags that are being suspended from the top of the tote and inside those mesh bags is compost. And then at the bottom of the tote, I have some uh, aerators. Essentially, I've got uh, uh, an air line from an air compressor hooked into that, and it's feeding bubbles to essentially agitate that, that mix. And then as I remove it from the extractor, the, the, the extract, I don't want anything that can plug up my um, my delivery device, which is the the fertilizer pump on my planter and and the heat and seed firmers and the lines. I want to have to mess with um, plugging issues, so I I run it through a I run that extract through a a, a Toro. Uh, sand separator that's used for irrigation and that'll actually take the uh, larger particles out because as, as you can imagine being compost there could be some small sticks and, and things like that um, you know uh, bigger particles and that's not something that would be really conducive to, to putting through a fertilizer delivery system on a on a planter so uh, that's really what the what the manufacturing process looks like on farm takes about uh, 20 minutes to make about um, 400 gallons. So it's, it's uh, and that's on a very small scale using my home built system. If you, if you scale it up to a more um, commercialized uh, stainless steel vessel, better pumps and things like that, um, you know, you can make, um, you know, it's, it could be closer to a thousand gallons uh, an hour uh, of this product. So uh, it is capable of, of scaling up to more of a, a larger scale. From a compost perspective, by using extract, you can go a long ways with your compost where you, you're only using about a, a tote. Um, a lot of farmers get um, sacks or totes of of soybeans and you can get your compost in a tote size and that would cover a thousand acres with compost extract. So you're really leveraging all of the good benefits of compost across with, with a small quantity of compost across a large number of acres. If this system is, uh, if, if we prove this concept out and, and, and uh, in, in, and start uh, scaling this up across the farm. You said earlier that you're using commercial compost this year to get the project up and running. But going forward, Mark, I would think there would be some real benefit to making your own compost as opposed to buying it commercially. Yeah, I think that's really the exciting aspect of how the system might work is, you know, there's there's many companies out there selling farmers um, microbial products and you know, those things all cost um, a lot of money with the hope of uh, it being the right kind of microbe. With with using a, a diverse compost that you make on farm, um, you're, you're really not trying to be super selective about one particular microbe or another. 
you're 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 allowing the environment to dictate which which microbes will be very successful and 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 be there to essentially help the the crop um, being able to make compost on your own farm is going to reduce costs for farmers and and utilize feedstocks that they already have like um, straw um, small amount of, of manure um, some leaves and and lawn clippings all those things could be utilized for making the uh, compost on on the on on your own farm, and like I said, you know, you could essentially make a, a tote bag worth of compost and cover a thousand acres. So if you make, um, you know, if you have four thousand acres, you could get by with making uh, four totes worth of uh, uh, compost, which would be very exciting for for many farmers if they were able to get that way and 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 save some dollars and, and keep those on the farm rather than um, paying for, for a commercial fertilizer. A year from now, we can talk about the results on your farm, but you mentioned the YouTube channel and, and maybe you've been able to glean some results from others who have applied compost extracts in the past. Uh, anything you can share there? Yeah, I think there's been some promising results that uh, Jay Young on, on his YouTube channel, uh, Young Yard Angus, has, has shared. Um, he's he's done some different trials where uh, he's reduced um, nitrogen fertilizer and um, had had received very little reduction in in yield by by doing that and uh, and that's really promising um, in in his environment. He's down in uh, uh, I believe Tribune, Kansas, so might be a little bit different soils, might be a little different growing conditions. Um, so trying to see if I can experience something similar with this year. I'm not reducing any fertilizer, but that would be something in the future that I would be uh, interested in trying. And you've touched on it already, but as far as next steps with the compost extract on your farm, tell us more about what this is going to look like in the, the weeks and months ahead. Yeah, I think for the future, um, my goal is to, to complete the project um, try to understand whether or not we're seeing some some plant health benefits and and yield benefits in in the future we may be able to um, enhance this system by adding a, a food source like um, um, a, a fish hydrolysate or something like that or or possibly a, a molasses product which essentially is food for the microbes that you're placing there so is there a way to essentially supercharge, uh, think of like supercharging um, the biology that you're placing in the furrow um, and, and seeing what type of benefits uh, comes from that. And it's, uh, it's all very exciting in terms of being able to see, you know, what type of benefits we're going to be able to experience from uh, a plant health perspective, um, potentially uh having some microbes in place that that really help free up and some some tied up nutrients that uh, you know plants are not able to access today. Mark we've talked in the past about other innovation grant projects on your farm. How valuable is it to have Minnesota corn supporting efforts like yours across the state? I think it's a big deal because as as farmers um, 
we're always trying to look for ways to um, become more profitable um, and also uh, take care of, be good, good stewards of the resources uh, that we use, uh, which is, you know, land and, and, and water and soil. Um, and by being able to, um, with Minnesota corn support for research, uh, farmers can uh, do these types of things on your own farm and, and share the results with, with other farmers that uh, may not have the, the resources themselves to, to commit to, to doing a project because there's, it's quite extensive to, to, to set the trials up and um, do all the analysis work uh, throughout the growing season and, and post uh, growing season. But ultimately it, it's helping farmers to be more successful. And not all research projects, um, you know, turn out to be, to prove the hypothesis as, as true, but by ruling things out to say, okay, that didn't work or this worked, but that didn't work. That is very useful information. Anything else about this project, Mark, that you want to make sure we talk about? You know, Mark, I think we covered most of, uh, um, you know, the things that I think are important as part of the, this project and kind of what, what next steps might be uh, in, in future years. To learn more about the Innovation Grant Program, visit mncorn.org.